T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back from CPAC, where I spent a few days. Really, it was an interesting collection of people. You know, you do have... You have uh, historical reenactors running around. You've got a bunch of students who are very excited. It's their, you know, their big chance to be in Washington, see politics up close. Newsflash, guys, the same politics up close at the convention. But you know, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the new, fresh eyes while you got them. And uh, then there were a bunch of candidates. Just about everybody who was running for something, including a bunch of people who were, run, you know planning to run for the Congress in the future, run for the United States Senate. They're all out glad-handing, trying to be on different radio shows and TV shows and um, uh, trying to identify who in the audience might be a donor, you know, who can give them a couple of grand uh, to run for. I mean, it's interesting to observe. I've been to so many of them that I kind of sit back now and watch uh, as people make connections i mean it's like when you're when you're in a relationship you're at a bar and you're watching people hit on folks at the bar and you see you you watch them come up and you watch them throw out their best line and then they flop and then they kind of slink away it's very similar to that kind of on on steroids it's it's a it's a interesting um interesting environment and i played a clip from President Trump's speech that went on for a long time on Saturday. I listened to the speech. I didn't stay in Washington to hear the speech because you kind of get locked in the room with him, and I didn't have two or three hours to to do that on Saturday. I thought the president's, the, the former president's speech was pretty remarkable, and it seems, based on the polling data, that Virginia Republicans are still going with Trump. If you know, to, for the for the nomination, the Republican nomination for president in um in 2024 you think that's smart is is i'm not i'm not saying what what's smart and what's not do you think that's smart even if you love trump i would vote for trump a third time if he got the nomination i just question whether he can win is what's going to be different in pennsylvania what's going to be different in arizona what's going to be different um in state after state where he barely lost is the is is the potential cheating cleared up? I don't think so. Is um, you know, one thing I heard this weekend was a lot of people probably have buyer's remorse, voters' remorse when it comes to Joe Biden. You know, maybe the mean tweets and the personality of Donald Trump isn't as important to people when they see uh, the prices going up and interest rates high and 
you know, some of the international, probably we're on the verge of World War III. I mean, honestly, we went through four years with Trump without this type of conflict. Um, maybe people are having buyer's remorse and they would reconsider Trump. That That's a possibility, I suppose. Dr. Bob Holsworth joins us this morning to kind of walk through that. Do you mind if I start with President Trump and the numbers in Virginia? Do, sure. What, what do you think about Virginia Republicans sticking with Trump uh, hypothetically well, that, next year? A lot of you're seeing a lot of that in the national polls. So not every state poll is showing that, John. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, at least right now, he's still the um, person with the most most name ID, the most visibility. And until somebody can take that mantle away uh, in a Republican primary battle, he's still going to be very formidable. Um, and there's just a question about whether you think he's the favorite or not. But but certainly uh, it doesn't appear that he's going away. And some of the other folks who are either running or considering running are going to have to find a way to actually show they can defeat him. And uh, they couldn't in 2016, remember, right. when um, every single heavyweight Republican was in the race. Can they do so uh, in 2024? after the fact that the president has lost and then um, has these legal problems, which actually could be a help to him in a Republican primary. Could be. It's interesting. I kind of expected, conspiracy theorist that I am, that Donald Trump's helicopter would land in the parking lot at CPAC and they would try to arrest him right there. I mean, you had the entire press corps there. He was about to give a big speech. What better way to humiliate him, you know, the people who just seem in, intent on trying to destroy him, than to do something at CPAC? Now, that didn't happen, but some of the people I sh- told that to were, I mean, you could just see the blood vessels bursting in their in their heads over it. And I would be livid about that as well, uh, but I've kind of gotten used to it over the last six, seven years, that, that they're going to abuse Trump and lie about Trump. Um, how do you think that plays if he is indicted or if they do some big show and arrest him publicly and try to humiliate him on the, on the international stage? Well, I mean, I think there, there's certainly, um, a relatively good chance that he will be indicted, but I'm not sure, um, that putting a show on with it would work, uh, you know, in the benefit of anybody who is, um, you know, trying to bring him to what they consider justice, that that by and large, I think is that if he's indicted in a Republican primary, he is going to play the victim. He's going to essentially say, this is what I've told you they're trying to do. They're trying to cancel me. They're trying to bring me out. And um, in terms of his core supporters, that'll probably energize them even more. Yeah. Well, I only say the show thing because the the people who hate Trump haven't shown a great deal of discipline in the way they've conducted themselves in recent years. In my opinion, they've been very um, kind of over the top, over the line, and no one ever calls them on it. So I would think that would be something they just couldn't resist. But let me bring it home to, let, let me bring it home to, um, to Virginia and the numbers that we're seeing related to Governor Glenn Youngkin. And Republicans, I think, are still on board. They're so thankful that Glenn Youngkin's in the governor's mansion instead of Terry McAuliffe for a second term, but I've had a couple of guests on who have said, hey, you know, the pictures with the puppies and the and the kitty cats and, you know, at the hot dog stands, that's great, that's wonderful, 
but what are you willing to fight over? <laughs> and they're, they're a little confused about that. So it's great that he's got good numbers, but does it matter? Don't you think that will evaporate if there's actually a real race for him? Well, I think in general, uh, Virginians aren't all that excited about their governor, who only is going to serve four years, going on to the national stage and running for president. Yeah. And that's what you're seeing with Glenn Youngkin right now. He has pretty, pretty good numbers, John, overall in terms of his approval rating and his popularity in Virginia. But when you ask that second question, whether you ask it in terms of who would you support for president, and he's running behind Trump and DeSantis, or if you ask, ask whether you think he should run for president, you get a large number of Virginians who say no, including many Republicans um, in that sense. So by and large, uh, at least at the moment in Virginia. Now remember, now, remember that this week he's going to go on the national stage with a town hall at CNN. Mm-hmm. Uh, on education. So that's what he's, he's going to bring his message on education uh, to a national audience, whether CNN is actually the best audience uh, for a Republican to begin sort of a national aspiration with. is probably an open question. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we're going to see how he plays on that stage this week. Remember that at no point has he taken his name off the table. Um, in terms of a presidential aspiration. And we'll have to see whether or not there's actually a lane for him in a race that's going to include Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, and Nikki Haley. It's interesting, Dr. Bob, when I think of all the interviews we did with Glenn Youngkin on this show when he was running for governor, I thought about asking that question. You know, will you commit to being governor for four years and not running for president. But I thought, why? You know, the, Terry McAuliffe refuses to come on WRVA, so why do I have to be the bad guy and ask Glenn Young at that pointed question? And I think I screwed up. Personally, as a journalist, I mean, I'm a talk show host now, not, not a journalist, but I wish I had asked that question because he's been so coy about it since. And it's clear, I mean, going on CNN, what do you... I mean, come on, you're basically running. If you're on CNN, how many Virginians are watching CNN's town hall? That's a a play for a national audience. Um, I mean, the cat's pretty much out of the bag here. He's trying to be relevant on the off chance that a spot opens up, don't you think? Uh, Absolutely. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Mm -hmm. Um, My guess is that during the campaign, he would have said no, because who would have thought um, a, that he was necessarily going to win, and B, that he was going to become so prominent um, among the sort of what I'd call the national consultants and donor classes um, because of the win. Um, so that's what he's, he's there for. Uh, he's going on CNN, as you said, to get a national audience. He's talking about these education issues. And the, the interesting thing is, how will he come off? Because uh, in, in some ways, it, it looks a little bit like DeSantis light. He has some of these education issues, but he doesn't take it into the sort of what I would call the full MAGA lane yet. And so we're going to have to see how, how, how that comes off. But by and large, his strength has been that he's pretty good on television. Um, and that if you're looking for what, what I would say would be uh, a, certainly a more a warmer, more inviting candidate um, than you're going to see out of Trump and, and DeSantis in terms of rhetoric, that's where I think 
Youngkin's advisors believe that there's a lane for him. Mm-hmm. I still think it's a big, big long shot. Um, but I might have said that, too, when he started running for governor. Yeah. Yeah, when no one knew him. That's that's certainly true. I remember the first time somebody said Glenn Youngkin, I thought, who is that? And that that wasn't really my ignorance. It was true. Who who was this guy who just showed up to run for governor? And now he's in the governor's mansion. Hey, before we run, do you think that they will judge Glenn Youngkin on the national scene by the results of this fall's elections, the House of Delegates and the Senate, if if things stay the same, where the Democrats control the Senate and the Republicans barely hold on to the House, or whether he's able to deliver a miracle by um, helping these candidates win both chambers, or if the Republicans lose both chambers? What do you think? Well, certainly, I think if he wins, it's a great thing for the Republicans because he will have then turned a blue state red. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there's probably a greater chance that they lose both houses. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, if you had to predict what was going to happen, you know, maybe, uh, you know, the status quo or losing both houses seemed to be more, li- maybe more likely than a Republican control of both chambers. And if he loses both chambers, certainly all his opponents will point to the fact um, that he can't even have much influence in Virginia. And that has been the interesting feature of this guy's um, poll numbers, John, that his numbers are good, but it doesn't he doesn't seem to get much traction, at least yet in these special elections. And beyond that, the Democrats don't seem to have any fear of them. So, uh, you know, it's an interesting uh, situation where the public likes him but they're not necessarily following him. Yeah, the Democrats are pretty aggressive in their uh, in their hostility to him. Listen, Dr. Bob Holsworth from Decide Smart, I appreciate it always. Thank you. Hey, you have a good day, John. Take care. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.